beginning of Act One. Pick up session four of our time for time. Many things have been seen, beginning with the origins of the sovereign host. Some members, but more astutely, more precisely than than others, but. Much has been learned about that. That was the initial past. The present, the taking of Sharn, one of the, the primary um, Don city for the giants in the south, the seat of the ordaining, though we haven't dealt with any giant kings or what, that's not really the, the point of this. And as we discussed last time, we could do this. This could just be the entire camp, campaign. So I'm really skipping very important stuff because that's not what we're, what we're here for. But yes, mm-hmm. this is the seat of the ordaining and um, much of... That just makes it sound like we're here for like the pointless nonsense bullshit. Like, we're really important stuff, but that's not what we're here for. Well, <laughs> finding and kill, killing the um, king of on the very, very peak of giant hierarchy is very important, but mm-hmm. all we need, need to say is it, it happened, <laughs> you know, in some ways. Um... In our present timeline here, we saw a variety of flashbacks still. Um, we saw you three around a campfire as Azarion gave his origin story, um, being essentially census Tate taker um, for uh, a golden, an ancient golden dragon by the name Paladin Dusk. And you learned a new word, Ashkabant, which is essentially draconic for bearer, holder, Wielder specifically referring to these these articles. Mm-hmm. You heard this whole tale about how these giants came. They were um the three of them attuned to a scroll of energy, as Palin and Dusk were attuned to a scroll of life. And arguments were had on both sides, wanting Palin and Dusk to revive their fallen Fafaf. He said, nah, not my not my my thing, really. And giant fight <coughs> broke out, don't which ultimately ended up with the giants falling, their massive stone slab, the article falling, and Pal Palor and Dusk um, doing not one to miss a scheduled culling, saying why is not half of the population gathered in the culling fields? Um, to which Orion, Amantar, and a bunch of others said, hey, you're really weak right now let's go stabby stabby and they did spells were flying spears air, air, arrows stones nets the such and paladin dusk fell thus is how orion got his hands on two of the six articles of creation at the very start of this sort of massive war escape thing which is a, a significant boon to his endeavors mm-hmm. having um I think you guys will sort of find out, um, but you would already know in character that's half of those that are believed to have been used. Not mm-hmm. all six are constantly in 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 use and, and such. So having two of them, like half of the, the power, tip the scales very, very much. Mm-hmm. As Orion then spent the next centuries before he just brought Amar. Because he was already extended at that point, them. wasn't he? He was already extended by so the old dusk using that yes okay. so yes so he um him and Anatata are both at that point then came Orion um less of just gather all of the humans and let's just go fight dragons and giants it was a slow burn for a while where it was more two things get dragons to fight against giants 
mm-hmm. and get giants to fight against themselves. Mm-hmm. Essentially, if you can make the hill, the, the hill, the stone, the frost, the fire giant giants go, hey, why are you on top? Mm-hmm. Besides, that's what it, that's what it says. If mm-hmm. you can make them have those same questions, then the half the war is done. After which, Arian then began to bind the people together, together free. You two happen to be neighbors and Aww. such, though very different upbringing. And we had plenty of RP, <coughs> RP tunity. Mm-hmm. Going back to the present timeline, Gross. you three <laughs> and um, the trav, trav traveler, the first apprentice of Orion um, Tanos, uh, went to. Uh, there were a variety. We talked talked about prisoners. We talked about on Dol Doran's giant Tanos. Yeah, T A W N O S. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, talked about about Doran's modified trebuchet turned into guillotine, which I very much imagined. I knew it was it made it makes me think of those cheese cutters, ones that have the, the um, yep. have the wire, but you, you have a little slab and they go like this. They come over. It's essentially that. It takes a lot, a lot of force, a lot more than just gravity to cut through, you know, giant necks and skulls and, and, and necks. Mm-hmm. Spine is what we're looking for. Pulling extra time so that it really snaps. We usually get halfway through on the first one. Exactly that. <laughs> we had a scene where where you three and the and the traveler went to meet with um, not only prisoners, um, not even those who surrendered d- d- during the battle per se, but those who surrendered beforehand, those who were sympathizers. And as the traveler read some minds telepathically to you three, he's like, "Don't believe what they're saying." Essentially, is the crux of it, and you three um, killed them all, mm-hmm. including many of the small folk within, and burnt that place. And those mm-hmm. that were cap- captured yet were brought over to the gay team and killed in other ways. After the, a few weeks after this, you all went to the fire plane to retrieve Anatar for these, the the the, um, the article that Amorion. One from this place, meaning the fourth in your repertoire, is the article of creation. Of creation, haha. Um, meaning that he believes his brother no longer needs to slave away in the fire plane at that that forge. Sharn has arcane forges itself, and with the power of this and the dra- dragon marks, especially the Caneth family, he can be here, which is much more beneficial in, in his mind and, and whatnot. We had a scene where you guys went. Um, you to met with the um, Sultan, uh, Potente, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And um, Dol Dorn was gifted a mithril sword, a reminder of Beautiful. their upbringing together. Um, from mm-hmm. Dol Azur, crafted from the very material that, in some ways, led to this current predicament of, of everyone, the current circumstances. And a symbol, and Dolora, of course, saying, "You need to use this. You need to wear this, Dodorn." Mm-hmm. All right. <coughs> As we skip forward here, we had a couple other flashbacks. That was really um, one major scene that was very mirror image, where Shere Khan uh, meeting with one of the the elders of his kind, one that is still more lodger, holding on to that aspect of him, essentially coming coming and saying, you know, your sister is very strong, 
build. She will she will do whatever she wants, and everybody will fall in line around her. Mm-hmm. I need you to be our, be our eyes into the workings of the, this hoax on Morion, especially because mm-hmm. he manipulates all the all these these the, the strings to all the puppets there. Months afterward, you were called into Orion's space, where you also saw a much younger <laughs> Thanos um, as he went. Scampering on, you were you eavesdropped on a bit of a conversation between Orion and Thanos as well, um, uh, which you either remember or d- d- don't, or can or, or can re listen to if if you choose. As Orion essentially asks you to do the exact same thing on the side of him, and I believe that you that you generally opted um, more on the side of giving Orion intel about mm-hmm. what the. Um, your own folk are, are, are doing, but of course, mm-hmm. g- g- giving them intel as well. But yeah. you were you were erring on the side of Orion you because know. that is you where your like... sister and brother are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From that, we did see um, sympathizers of House Deneth, um, Larandar, and Tharashk um, targeting Dole. Dorn as a symbol take take down their greatest warrior um, others will fall, fall in line sort of thing and uh, throwing Leo here for a loop because he gave Same way, what? Dorn a couple <laughs> levels of m- m- monk but I was like this is when he learns that uh, <laughs> essentially the, the idea of having um, mm-hmm. like choreographed um, hand-to-hand combat is not something that's all that like fist fights, sure, of course. Desperate things, sure, of course. But I think the on, the, the onlooker seeing Dorn dismantling fairly powerful people with his bare fists and feet and forehead and elbows and knees and all the other parts mm-hmm. um, has in the future led to the way of the broken blade, which all came about because as you are blocking an enchanted axe from a Denith warrior... Mm-hmm. The mithril blade took the took the brunt of it, at least shattered, and then it went dug a deep, deep gash, which then led Dorn to calmly go find his brother, <laughs> who was down in the in the, the um, in the arcane forge of the Caniths, because Anatar was busy at that time attuning to the scroll of creation with his lovely wife, <coughs> and Dorn again calmly uh, removed Dolazer's hand. Mm-hmm. Not the first thing thing he did. A brief conversation was had, culminating mm-hmm. in the removal of his hand and a blown, blown out um, microphone properly oh, as, as, sure. he, as he screamed. <laughs> Moving on past that to our final scene, we see Aladra and Anatar attuning to the scroll of creation, intertwining their lives, their souls more than. Mm, marriage itself, a true marrying of your souls and your intentions. Multiple years, many years, um, at th- this point in time, you've already had your life extended, your 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 agedness healed by, um, the, by the powers that be. So you'll stay the same age for a much longer time, at least. Um, but you, you were never able to conceive a child together. Whether sheer luck, circumstance, or the fact that you two were attuned to the scroll of creation is a mystery none, none will ever truly know, but you did conceive a child. 
and nine months after um, your children were born. Unfortunately, a bit premature due to the very intense scenario that was the single largest attack on this city as 24 dragons from young to adult, even a few ancients came in and just raised, wreaked havoc and raised this place of multiple colors and whatnot. Fire, lightning, acidic rain, falling, burning people. Not worrying about what crops. This was not, not, this was not meant to be a slow burn to take this. It was meant to be an act of direct aggression and to destroy the host and watch this, this city fall. As the rest of you were all called in to help save the day, Aladra was in her tower watching from a window as this all happened, pregnant. Belly there. Antar comes up from, from the Arcane Forge, begins to manifest the true might of the scroll of creation, Some, summoning everything from beasts to constructs to, to fae to elementals and, and walls and domes, many, many other fanciful things that he can be physically cre created. Dragon flu clung to your ball, breathed in poisonous breath, hit you. You teleported outside the city and began to go into labor. Brought within the city, um, the physicers began to have you push, and your first child came out healthy. It's cry reaching you. The second, we'll just say less so. You build a cord wrapped around, discolored, silent, still. To make matters worse, Aladra was bleeding tremendously, hemorrhaging from the inside side out, and had been for quite some, some time at that point, it seems. Partially because of the poison breath not helping, not helping anything here. And you slipped away to death. And the scroll fell in the bed next to you as you lost consciousness and you lost your life entirely. Very shortly after that, however, you are revived, raised from the very dead itself by Bulger. The one person who you told, not, the one, not one person, but the second person you, you told, the first being the traveler who was less, less pleased, again, seen for the records and, and, and whatnot. Um, Bouldre, much happier to hear that. She brings you back to life, tears in her eyes, as she puts your both of your twins alive. The one still discolored um, in, your, in your hands as they seek the first meal. The others of the host, your companions for years now, your brothers and sisters in the only way that you have um, come and go to wish their um, happiness to you. And I believe it was Doran that you know, said, congrats, but you know, you know, you know you're not supposed to, d d to die, right? And I believe, believe your response was, yeah, you too. <laughs> you need or something like that. We can pick, it on, pick up on that exact scene there. Is there anything that you guys want to um, wrap up or say or do as your makeshift family in this time of constant warfare? You find the moments that you can when there's just true happiness. And I think that seeing these twins, new 
rebirth of the host after I, th I don't think I don't think it's a mystery that you wanted kids for a while it just hasn't happened for a long time um, that these are sort of miracle they are two miracles right they're there um, so we'll just say you guys are all in the place right now. Some folks are like like laughing a lot. A lot of hands are clapping on tar on the, the back sort of thing. Uh, I'll specifically say that you three have a oh, have a, a, a moment here while there's you know everyone else is ta talking. You three have a brief moment to say or do anything that you wish before we move on to different scenes. Pretty happy with my congrats, you're not supposed to die line. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Let me skip forward just a very brief bit after that, where we actually the very last thing that we had said was Shere Khan and our wife mm -hmm. a couple of days after in private, as she has mm -hmm. her hand on your cheek. And the words, why should we be beholden to their morals and prejudices? Let them judge. I know who I love and for whom my body yearns. Mm -hmm. That is a private conversation, mm -hmm. but we don't need to have a scene here for that. Mm -hmm. That was simply where we left off. I know. Now we are going to skip more in the future here. We are changing the sound back to those of your home village. Not because you're in your home village right now, but because Sharn, for many years, has not felt like home, I think. But knowing that you have your husband, your children, the defenses of this place have never been stronger despite the tremendous death that occurred that day. Um, despite the untold horrors that plague the inside and the outside of this, this city, but mostly outside, far away from here. I think as you all kind of sometimes find yourselves walking the streets, you hear these common sounds, sounds that would be very foreign to the Sharn of old, where 10,000 or so giants ruled this place from on high, and the small folk toiled um, um, inside the um, home walls and the tunnels and, and the such, or the, or the fields. Here, Sharn is becoming, it has become, not is becoming, it's been 60 plus years, but has truly become a home. I think it feels like home, not more as well. I'm sorry, another 60 years from when we took No, 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 no. Okay. At this point, we're going nine years after where we just left off. Gotcha. So it was 60 plus a few just based on jumping, um, like mm -hmm. like two mm -hmm. pretty much, based on of attuning to the scroll, mm -hmm. pregnancy, having kids, all that stuff. So um, it's, it's 70 plus years from now since that point, but nine years from when we left, left off. I think as you three are in the city in your disparate locations, you all sort of hear those birds chirping, the natural din of carts and folk 
trade is still the way that everything happens here. The sort of coin doesn't doesn't really exist. Gold does not have an, have an inherent worth. What's a lot more more useful than than gold is food. A loaf of bread, tremendously more useful than that, especially in these relatively lean times, because the city has more and more and more people coming to it. It has become the central hub, the single place that it's been made, made very clear. We cannot lose Sharn. If we lose Sharn, like they did, we lose the, the war. Mm -hmm. So more people coming, the defenses raising ever since. Uh, there's literally like a hundred big old crossbow ballista things on swivels all over the city meant for for memorial defenses. There were about a dozen of those before, but a dozen of them didn't do much against the 20, 24 dragons that attacked, so they've just upped the numbers tremendously. An attack of that amount has not happened since, though there are always strife inside the city, but tremendously more outside. Speaking of outside the city, you three are not attuned to, to scrolls, and that is a deliberate thing. Um, even Oladra, Amonatar took on the job. Once he, once he did it once, he felt, not only he felt like he could do it, do it again, more importantly, he felt like he must do it again. Because he's not sure if you were, nobody knows, did the dragon know that you were there? Was it a complete accident that just happened to sit, but it did say, I found you, sort of thing. Were they targeting you? The other aspect to it is, um, you can't travel far from the city if Anatar is locked, is, is, is there if you're both attuned to the scroll. So mm -hmm. Anatar's like, I will tune to it, I will stay here. This allows you, Shere Khan, Dodorn, to go around the world, fight in your bat battles, do what you must. Continue mm -hmm. the job that is your jobs for the host, being the, the, the heralds and the one kind of bridging the... Mm -hmm. um, gaps, whenever there are gaps, mm -hmm. Usher Khan sure likes to fill the them. Mm -hmm. So you may be asking, why are you here? Pervert. <laughs> um, yeah, Leo. <laughs> definitely wasn't her eyebrows. <laughs> it's so hard. Leo. It's so hard. Just Usher Khan, it's so hard. <laughs> so mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. brings you back to this this place. What brings you back to this city, which is called Sharn, but the name is being changed to a more general court city. The city where all the powers that be, the dragon marks, the eldermen of far away villages, can all have a voice here. That's the symbol here. The home of the host, the home of all the um, people. So the, the, just the phrase, the court city has it's a bit clunky, but it's the thing that everybody can agree on. When when, when you're somebody somewhere far away saying, send a representative to the to the court city, people are like, never heard of it, but I understand the words. We say, send it to, to Flapjack City. They go, <laughs> I hope it's tasty, right? So mm -hmm. the name was deliberately chosen and mm -hmm. common to be a thing that, that has an inherent meaning to it. Mm -hmm. But again, I will say, what brings you all here? Well, peri periodically you do have to meet up, and periodically you meet up in uh, what over the last nine years, but even well before that, um, has become known in, in, in your circle as the War Room. Uh, the 
War Room being a room with a large table, a room that is clearly massive and four giant-sized things, though much of it has been shrunk down um, to human size these days as well. So if we look here, we have a map over here. Mm -hmm. a, a map over here as well, and obviously the chairs and whatnot have been have been swapped out for ones that are your size. But I think you can tell this is this is a room where giants could hang out. Um, mm -hmm. But it's been seventy some years since you've taken Sharn, and this is is the, the place of the court city where m many meetings are held. Mm -hmm. um, we're just going to say for the sake of time that you're all meeting here. Discussions are being had, um, you're sharing your intel about the, the, the villages and whatnot that you've gone, gone to next. The next big plan is to take um, Damas, mm -hmm. and there's a very um, specific plan to do so. If you remember that massive airship mm -hmm. that was used in the very beginning of, of our scene. Um, that has been used to move armies and whatnot throughout this. Giants don't have a ton of those. That that was like a, not quite one of a kind, but essentially one of a kind thing mm -hmm. for you to have take, take, taken. And it kind of like, herald, herald, and holy shit, they're here! <coughs> the sort of thing, mm -hmm. right? Um, airship to airship to airship combat is not a thing that happens. It's more just like, so if you want to do these, you, you board the other airship. Again, we're talking like a dozen in the entire world, and yours is the biggest one. Think of it more like a giant slab of st cool. stone, a giant, mm -hmm. like a like a mountain lifted up almost, flat, flat, oh, I mentioned before, like waterfalls trailing from it, magical sources, um, ancient giant magics powering this, mm -hmm. this thing. The, the plan, well, the easiest way to take um, Damas would be to destroy the, the Tower of Doors, which is what you call the massive central tower there where all those giant, giants are. And the easy way to do that is to ram, to, to ram it full speed with something uh, really, really huge. So that's the essential plan. The assumption is we'll be able to recover this, this uh, skyship ship, ship anyways in time. But we're going to save so many boots on the ground. Even with a lot Ladra sneaking in, trying to do her thing, they become very, very astute and while watching us. So I think this might be, be the one time where, where you're like, even I can't really crack this nut. Like, they already know we're coming because they don't have dragon rocks there. They're a sort of like a unified group that you can um, so that you can um, sway. You've been chased out several times, and so Amorian's like, "Well, time to, time to do something more more extreme." Then finally, we're doing my plan. Yes, Lorne, <laughs> I know you've wanted to for a long for a long time, but I think it is time. So the plan overall. Um, so that's basically that's the crux of what brings you here just to set that scene but it is not the focal point of the RP or the scene we're about to have the focal point of this scene will instead be Orion um, saying well, since we'll be enacting that plan and Damas will be 
tremendous amount of effort on, on all of our parts, and we'll all be there together doing so. Dorn. Are you aware that your son has returned to, to, to the, the court city? I don't think you were at this point. At this point. I think you were um, elsewhere, so this is news to you. So, so, so sorry. <coughs> uh, no, news to me. What of it? The campaign that he was on, hunting down a pair of dragons and the dragonborn that have rallied around them. <coughs> You'll be happy to hear he's returned successful. Expect nothing less. Hmm. Successful in the crux of what was needed. But he overplayed his hand game. Over two-thirds of his remaining Kuldjarg died. As well as nearly all the scouts and all but two of my, my own acolytes. I need, we need to deal with this. Do you agree? I guess I was just unaware we had a problem with success. sharp like horns at the, the um, toes um, the pauldrons you know Grimash does not wear armor he doesn't need to need to need to wear armor per se but sure it's nice to have extra spikes here 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 the men follow, following him are wearing full-on full play armor with all these spikes bloody bits dripping from them and whatnot their helms are all, are, are all off and hanging behind there's um, a dozen of these Kuldiark walk in with Grimash at the front. Um, this is not the sum of what he has, or must be others as, as well, but these are like, you rec recognize some face. They're all Dwarven sol soldiers, Kuljark again, meaning Axidiot. These are the ones that trebuchet and go and fight with <laughs> all just raging stuff, right? Um, they all walk in. Um, 
the two who you assume to be the two of Lorian's acolytes that survived trail in as well. Their robes stained and bloody, their leather um, breast breastplates um, bearing Orion's sigil um, just t- 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 torn, burns across the face, whatnot. Um, from from acid, it, it would seem. Um, all look very, very wounded and beaten up here. As Grumash enters, he is wearing something different. Besides his bare chest with claws and acid burns and the, the, the arms with spike pauldrons, pads, and whatnot, he's wearing what you at first glance would be a helmet, some sort of style helmet. It is not a helmet. It is a skull. And you recognize it does have draconic qualities to it, but it Clearly, is the skull of a dragon born. Must have been the biggest fucking one you've ever seen, because the size of that that head to go to, to go over his would be a. You've <coughs> seen some dragon born be five feet tall. You've seen you've seen some be nearly eight feet tall. So depending, there's a whole story about drag, dragon born. A whole scene that I skipped um, armor earlier. I'll tell you tell you guys that some someday in the future. Suffice to say. Um, well, you all know that dragonborn exists. The dragons use the scroll of transform, a transformation to 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 create them. You allied with a different dragon to um to stop that that one. There was a trade for um, for, um scrolls agreed 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 on Amorion neged on that deal, and you all saw fit to dis- destroy them as best you could. <coughs> the dragon who you you allied with who wanted the scroll of life in trade for helping Orion get the scroll of transformation was named Glamacordo the Golem and -hmm. actually is the one that that escaped his and his clutches his clutch not his clutches his clutch all of his um, dragons that followed him and and, and whatnot he found an anathema that another silver dragon the other one Tesgeladar was creating dragon born from, from humans he found it absolutely terrible Glamcordo is also the one living child, if you will, of Paladin Dusk. Mm. Again, story for another time, um, but that's the gist of it. So, Dragonborn had been... And that was the one Orion used to serve, just so I'm yes, my decks for yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. So, the son of that that one saw fit to make a deal. You're wanting... Well, what was his father's um, heritage and, and, and when whatnot. Stupid lizard trusting his father's murder. Cordo was also a name that uh, might strike a very faint string memory. It was in Davenor Radicles' journal. Mm. Um, so again, he was the one that, that escaped. In any case, Dragonborn had been a thing that had a, have existed for some time at this point. Um, I'll also, just to tie a bow on that very quick story there, I'll add the bow that once Amorion got his hands on the sculpture of transformation, life, and, 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 and energy, he attuned to all, all three and created something of his own. Mm-hmm. What, what, what did he create? What people did he create? Oh. He created uh, the, the orcs. Yeah, the orcs. Mm. He specifically transformed elves and humans. Life and... Which one do you see? Energy. energy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the whole idea, like, he's like, I think this is why it doesn't work as, as well. They need invigorated life and energy. They need to grow fast. They need to all be um, strong and stupid. I want to make them aggressive. So he did all these um, th- things, 
And again, this would have been a great scene, but it would have taken too long to, 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 to do. Essentially, there was a lot of dissent. Mm-hmm. Um, Marawai was, for one, furious mm-hmm. that he did that because it's the exact thing that you're all trying to fight against. Mm-hmm. You just made people to fight for you, to be your slaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Dol Ara would have had a similar. I, I guess I'll just, I'll just go around briefly here. So I am curious what your personal character's thoughts are when Orion comes stepping forth, like, I've created orcs. And he explains the, the, the smile on his face, like, well, soon we won't have to, um, to fight uh, fight as much. They they can do and they're expendable. Doldorn felt like 200 volunteers kind of thing. Like, sent out a word to some of his army to say, like, Orion has offered up a chance of power to end this war. And any, any man willing to take that upon themselves come forth. How everybody would have, he would have offered that up. See, that's yeah, that's that's even a step beyond what I expected, and that's why we're having our peace scene. Because <laughs> um, the fact that Dorm wasn't just wasn't just like okay, the fact that he was privy to this before before the other thing shows Amorian and Dorm another weapon. Yeah. yeah, I think he would know that he could trust you with this plan, and would enact it before he would tell 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 others. Mm-hmm. Um, what was Shere Khan's? Thoughts and feelings about this. Be obviously, Roy is is mm-hmm. angry about about it. Yeah, what are Shere Khan's feelings? I think Shere Khan definitely has mixed feelings about it. You know, it's it's in some ways it can potentially help save some lives, except that you said like elves were part of that some of that transformation, mm-hmm. and so I think in that regard, I think he's lost a little bit of faith in Orion. A bit, and probably would mention that to the Undying that that has happened. Sure. Um, and yeah, he would try not to outwardly show it to uh, Orion, but I think that would certainly, yeah, make him lose a little bit of faith sure. in Orion. Of course. <clears throat> and Aladra, what are her feelings toward this? You feel bad when the beasts get killed in battle too, but that doesn't mean they're useless. They have their place. We do what we need to. The people who wanted to change did change. And that's what it is. And this way we can keep our people. Okay. This this was this took took place, I'm going back in my notes here. Um, this took place ten years after um, you two were liberated. So you're only 28 at this point, learning spells and whatnot. You're only 10 years out, out from the mines, but learning how to fight very well, very quickly, so sort of thing. Um, when you all went to take this guy down, or to um, go with Cordo, his clutch, to go fight against Teskeladar and his clutch, right? So big mm-hmm. on dragon versus dragon fight, you guys help, uh, helping one side, and then Orion um, acting as if he's going to um, give the, um, the scroll, but instead using it to do a mass heal on you guys. So, like, Dorn's like, that's what always happens to me. <laughs> then, <laughs> and then it was like, the battle begins anew as 700 HP in the capital terms as his hand that out to his best 
fighters and mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, they pull out fresh um, Scott's fresh sky anchors, and it becomes a whole other battle of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, plenty of death happens there, of course. But um, mm-hmm. in, in any case, uh, that's very good to know. Um, but I do still think that the likes of Bolger, which by by the way, Boldre was a was a of a, of a halfling clan that Amorion demanded Glamacordo um, make free, mm-hmm. because of course Glamacordo had his own slaves too, his 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 his, his own mm-hmm. minion. It's like you have to um, we have to free five five hundred of your of your slaves for this deal to to even happen. Mm-hmm. And he he agreed, thinking he was pulling one over, and they were all halflings. And Orion mm-hmm. was like, "That's fine. We need people to um, tend our fields." And that's where he and Boldre first met. This sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, so here's the thing about these orcs. It's good to hear that all three of you don't have varying degrees of okayness with it, because mm-hmm. I think those that don't would be the likes of um, even Boldre herself, Dolara, Harawai, those who fight but are not but have other sort of morals that guide them and the um such and mm-hmm. um in the end um a couple main decisions were made here mm-hmm. agreements were made as to not fracture the host orion would not create more orcs but he doesn't have to because mm-hmm. they're going to breed quickly grow fast mm-hmm. and they're going to die quick as is their intention mm-hmm. um so the agreement is he won't make, he won't, won't make any more of them. The the other agreement m- made because and this is Dol Ara, Boldre, and an ROI that would really really push for this would be no one of the hosts can ever have three scrolls at a time attuned. It's simply too much power, mm-hmm. and that is when he agreed. And that's when he gave the scroll transformation to ROI and Balenor. I think Balenor was also very much against against it, very much Mm -hmm. outspoken about it. Um, And he gifted that to them. And then Mm he amounted to the scroll of life and gave that to Boltre and Dodol Ara. So Mm -hmm. that that was a very big thing that happened, which goes to show what other big things we have to yet happen if we're skipped over all that. That's good stuff. I like that. Yeah, yeah. To bring us to where we are here, though, Mm -hmm. um, he's wearing a big old Dragonborn skookagall. That was was a way to say, Mm -hmm. I haven't mentioned Dragonborn yet, so where where, where they come from? Here's that background. And the orc background. And the, oh my god, there's a lot of background there. Yeah, totally. Um, All right, back in. Walking in. Um, Grimash is there, giant dragon skull. And this dragon skull, dragonborn skull, by the way, is not cleaned. It's not properly cleaned. And this isn't a bone white thing that's been scrubbed with, you know, lye and dye and painted. This thing has muscle, sinew, even some scraps of, of flesh, old, like, le- leathery things and scales hang from it. It is a Almost gross. Like he just ripped off. Yeah, the yeah, exactly. It is a well. I mean, it looks like he has cleaned it over like a campfire sort of thing mm-hmm. over the course of weeks, but has not deigned to have it properly treated. Like the smell that comes mm-hmm. in, you assume at first are just these kuvyar, mm-hmm. but uh, you get a sense probably half that stench is from this essentially rotting skull on his head. Though it is more bone by this time than it is 
gale and muscle and, and whatnot. He's mm-hmm. has scraped off quite a bit. Even the scrapes are like shot. It is clearly a trophy and it is a gruesome one at that. Mm-hmm. He has a stein of, of what you assume is ale or, or, or wine of sort. He holds it out and one of his um, lieutenants there, there who, who has his, his helm here um, has a big old carafe and fills it up and Grimash <sighs> Victory! Is that what you call it, boy? Well, not you too, Da. What do you call it, old man? <laughs> well, if the thing you fight lies dead, but you miss an arm and a foot, and you have to drag your sorry ass back, pretty much dead yourself. Sure shit, don't call it victory, boy. I'm looking right hail as fuck, father. Nicks and, sn- nicks and scratches. You should see the other guy as he lifts up like the snout like. <laughs> Are we men? They all like, there's a little stomp. He kind of gives another look. Did I say, aren't we men? They have another stomp sort of thing. And Orion says, you don't always bring home the severed arm leg what are those you left in the wilds Grimash's eyes flicker toward more toward Ariana's lip curls you can see under that draconic skull snout well man we whisper in your ear again father (laughs) thought you'd be proud of me two big ones wish I only wish I could have brought one of their heads back if only mine was big enough! <laughs> There's blood on his teeth. Chunks of, like, meat and flesh in there as well. Dorn will walk up to him. Put his hands on his shoulders. He still look, a, looks at you. Still a good head taller yeah. than the sun. He looks at you beaming. And you see this close up. It's like sinew, like muscle, like every tooth has red in it. The teeth are stained red, like people don't brush their teeth on the battlefield and whatnot. <clears throat> his mouth is stained a red, his beard is stained red color. At first you couldn't see just based on the, you know, his red beard, thanks to his, his, his mother and whatnot. But now you're like, that's not just blood that fills your mouth when you kill or when you're hit, he's been eating something. Put your hands on his shoulders. You embarrass me, boy. He's gonna whisper into his ear. He whispers in yours. I what? And then if he le- if he if he leans forward and gives him any attitude, Dorn's gonna. Do a jujitsu hold, Krav Maga, mm-hmm. what's the Vulcan pitch thing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just dig in and kind of like push him down and let him know, like, I don't repeat myself. See his hand twitch. 
doesn't reach for a weapon, but it twi twitches in a familiar way. Try it if you think you're ready. You see the golden cleaver at his side. Rust red. Not rust, but looks like rust. It's not a dried blood hanging from it. As you're applying a tremendous amount of pressure to a nerve that would send most people to their knees, he's barely keeping his feet. A point of pride, perhaps, even for you to mm -hmm. see as you're digging in your thumb there. He's just that's like that's an that's an actual challenge. Like Dorn would not be pissed yeah. if yeah. he attacked yeah. him, kind of thing. Yeah. You know? I think mm -hmm. he knows it's a real challenge too, and he licks his lips, his red lips and teeth a little bit. Using a good sword this time. Wouldn't want to give you a nick that you didn't deserve. Orion will say from behind at his seat at the table. He says, Perhaps before you two sully this place with bloodshed, we should ask a question. Those of you Kuldyarka that have followed Gumash, speak your piece. Gumash will, he won't, he'll stop reaching for his weapon. He will try to like, just lift your hand up though. Like. If Orion starts talking, Doldorn would okay. release his grip. And before the Kuldyaks start talking, he would actually also say to Gumash, I told you to beware of the bastard. And a reference to Orion, essentially, mm -hmm. and the notion of you might learn something from this, you idiot, is kind of you know like, and then he'll let continue on. He turns from you to look back at his dozen or so. As many of them kind of look down, look to the side, but the one that was pouring him the 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 ale. Calmly hands it to to one behind behind him, and he says, "Eyes up, maggots!" And all of them, as difficult as it might be for them, raise their eyes. He states his name, his rank, whatnot, and he says, "We'd all like to request." A disbandment of the Kuldyark. And Grimash turns. What? And he calmly takes a step back. Not out of fear. And as he does that, they all do. As if a very visible way to separate themselves from, from Grimash. Orion says, and is this the word of the remaining hundred? And the lieutenant says, aye, it is. Orion says, so be it. Don, would you like to do the, uh, to do the honors or shall I? We don't know what the honors are. You're not sure if he's implying on killing him, imprisoning him, or just stripping him of his rank, but you're sure it's going to be one of those th three things. Dorn will just say, enjoy your victory, boy. 
and kind of take a step back. I'm not sure of which one of those three things to expect. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> says, "All right, we'll make this very very simple, very clean. You are not by any means imprisoned. You are not in trouble, my dear." boy you're not banished nothing so grandiose as that but you are stripped of your commander title and you will no longer hold a hold rank in the allied forces whatsoever forevermore Grimash's look at first is one of like you would rather you try to kill me here. But then he looks back at the 12, knowing that there's another 100 or so down below, tending to their wounds that agreed to this. Not a single one told him, hey, be wary, there's going to be a blah, blah, blah. Grimasha snarls, spits blood on this war room floor here, turns storms up. They part for him. And he just storms out. Unless anyone wants to go after him, Amari, I mm-hmm. will, will say, the rest of you can be excused. In fact, I think that's probably quite enough for this meeting. Meeting adjourned. So again, I'll say, if there's anything, if any of you guys want to like catch up to him, you can. Otherwise, um, Grimash will leave. And I'm not implying that you should. I'm just giving you the opportunity to, if, if you so wish. Uh, no, yeah, no. Don't, don't go after him. I will go up to you mm-hmm. and put my hand on your shoulder. I am sorry, Dorn. It is tough when it comes to your own boys. I ain't worried about the mutt. Good. But if the old bastard wants to play those games. <laughs> he didn't even have the balls to run up by me, Aladra. Generally doesn't, does he? You ever think that's a might bit of a problem? I don't necessarily know if I was fit to think, despite what everyone feels. I think I feel that a bit more than you could understand. Don't you think that might be a bit of a problem? I'm sure my boys are expecting me at home. <laughs> of course, gotta take care of your boys. Don't we all? Shere Khan, I think, as usual, you're sort of on the fringes of mm-hmm. light and d- d- dark here. I think that you tend to hear things, um, mm-hmm. even that are said quietly, that um, others don't gen- generally hear. 
Um, I'll mm. say that you were that you overheard that conversation mm-hmm. and have the ability to interject or to add to it if you so choose, or to wait for them to part and go to one, whatever you want. I should also make it clear if you're there, if mm-hmm. Orion, oh, you waited for Orion to leave. Yes, yes, yes. Jordan would keep <clears throat> no secrets from Shurkan unless okay. specified. I'm, I'm assuming Orion. I think with all the fighting they do, left. it's almost like, mm-hmm. yeah. And I don't know how you played him so passively, Dord's kind of like, yeah, you can tell him anything. He doesn't tell anyone anything as, Dord, as far as Dord's concerned. So yeah. like, that would not have been hidden from you, yeah, right? It was mm-hmm. more so my feeling. I think yeah. others like Amorion and Voldred, they come outside here onto the balcony. Others are chatting at the map. So I think you guys can kind of come over here and have your mm-hmm. little pow, pow sort of thing. I love that. I didn't want to imply mm-hmm. uh, um, Orion also overheard. More just like no, no, you, no. you always tend to overhear things you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So again, yeah. I'll just say if you want to say anything, you can. Yeah. I think after... It would probably wait until Elodra left. Yep. Mm-hmm. But then you would come up, you know, and kind of like walk past him, but put a hand on his shoulder and say, I am with you. You know that. I do, and I appreciate it, my friend, but uh, the boy's got to learn his lesson. And, well, I raised him like an animal in a time of war. I shouldn't be surprised I got a beast, but... Hmm. Beasts can be useful. Hopefully some freedom will do what it needs for him. And the nature can quell. Hmm. Is that a good thing? <laughs> That's up to the beast. Hmm. I think Dorne especially, I, I love the uh, commentary. I, I know it's sad, I know it's sad. I, I love the commentary <laughs> that... Driving crazy. I love what you said about Omorion not even running it by you, sort of thing. I think at the time when he said, your son isn't you, and he said the, the, the thing about you always doing the thing of least death and thinking it through, I think there's something that maybe amongst the first real pangs to Dorne's pride, that he has so much pride for his son, I don't believe it's probably the fact that he had so much death under his command. I think it's probably the fact that his men didn't want to be under him. I think that would hurt more because Dorne's never had that. He sent thousands to their deaths and they've he's never heard any of them petition for a different commander. Uh, also, something that would bother him is the way Grumash allowed Orion, Orion to use him to put a put some dirt on Dorne, for lack of a better phrase, mm-hmm. too. So, like, mm-hmm. just, it kind of stemming from that same sure, no. thing of, like... You've embarrassed me, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. As you three part, I'm going to transition over to you two. And I love that you must have my my, my notes because I am going to jump to going to jump into scene with you and your your kids. But first, mm-hmm. as Dorn, you leave next, or, or you left left first, you you leave next. Mm-hmm. I think in your own mind, thinking you know partially about your son, partially about Morion. Um, you are heading out mm-hmm. on your own at this point. Your brother and sister chatting and doing, and doing whatnot. And as you're leaving and ex- exiting, walking around the long, you know, pathways to, to reach the lift and all that that, that other stuff. Um, uh, there is a voice that calls out 
maybe be, be behind you um, quietly, but again, knowing how astute your perception is, plus ni 19 guy. 17. Mm -hmm. Plus yeah. 17, yeah. Mm -hmm. Your pass is twi 27. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's, that's stupid. You're <laughs> on. You're here. Sure can. Hey, slow down, you, you long leg pricked. He slows. Ties. Dole Azure. Mm -hmm. Comes up um, beside you, and you match your much longer gait to his. Mm -hmm. um, this dwarf is shorter than, than his bro brother, but pretty much all all dwarves are. He's still a bit mm -hmm. tall for, for, for a, a dwarf, though, and his thick muscles cover him as well. Um, not truly a warrior of legend, but also not a blacksmith of legend. He does both. And Dolazur is one who seems to always meet a threshold and never quite exceed it, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. In a way sure. that Doran exceeds any challenge put, put, put before him. Mm -hmm. A monotar, the same. Much can be said about that might be the one thing that separates who the host is over others, mm -hmm. is they meet their thresholds and they exceed them. Mm -hmm. um, Dolan, you're not sure he's, uh, he ever has. But at the same time, you look at to those that he looks up to and those that he is com compared to mm -hmm. and how impossible that is. Mm -hmm. He'll never be the warrior that Dorn is. There might not be one, 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 one of those for 1776 years or so. <laughs> Maybe. Right? <Just> Maybe. <laughs> uh, um, at the same time, he's not trying to be to, to be, be on a tar, but he clearly looks up to, uh, to Anatar, mm -hmm. and he clearly cannot achieve the genius of that 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 man's work either. Mm -hmm. So I think that Shere Khan, as perceptive as as he is, and insightful and quiet, and why I think he just kind of sees it. And this is not the first time you guys have talked. Um, we're skipping mm -hmm. a whole bunch of character development because we don't have the time for it. Um, but it's essentially, I think that you guys talk. I think mm -hmm. that there is a kinship here. In mm -hmm. um, and and I think as you guys walk a brief bit in silence at first. Um, I think it reminds you of other similar walks and chats and visits that, that you had. Mm -hmm. Dolazur does lead troops. He's not a commander. Mm -hmm. per, well, he is, but um, he doesn't have a reputation mm -hmm. for the crazy things that Gumash does or the insane things that you know Dodoran does. Our but he's still good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, he's good. He's just good. In mm -hmm. a different time and place, he could be lauded as amongst the, the amongst the best, but not here in this time of legends and scrolls and giants mm -hmm. and dragons. So I think I think mm -hmm. in some ways, uh, yeah, that that's just um, he's not unlike you. Mm -hmm. In many ways, I think you would see he's even more in his siblings, both of them, mm -hmm. their shadows uh, more more than even 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 you, mm -hmm. perhaps if possible. Yeah, he'll say. What you what what did you think of that that display? Did you ever get his hand back, by the way? Um, it's been years. I assumed his sister. No, I actually have a note here. Uh -huh. I want to make sure I word this properly. He does not have it back. Hmm. Okay. But it has a metal cap on it. Mm hmm. Made of mithril. Mm hmm. All right. So that was a choice he made. Mm -hmm. When people asked him about it, he would just say, I don't want to forget. That's all. There you go. 
Um, with that 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 said, a uh, great great question. He goes, hey, what'd you think? What what'd you think about about that? He goes, I'm kidding. About mm -hmm. that must be must be seeming right sad and pathetic compared to your family, eh? Hmm. Mm, not necessarily. He's Gamash is impassioned and embroiled by war, which is all he's ever known. I don't fault him for his tactics, but I agree that there should be some consideration, more so than he gives to life. Hmm. But, you know, over the years, he's been given chances. He's been talked to. This wasn't the first outburst. It wasn't the first. Trust me, everything you've seen, I've seen triple. Yeah, I suppose so. I just I hope that he can learn from this and that he can come back stronger. I know dwarves to be resilient folk, and I have no doubt he will. Resilient. Aye, it's one word for it. Mm. And what of you and ROI, hmm? Any left bit there yet? He says, quietly, so quiet that if you weren't you, it might not have been, that have been hurt even though you're standing right next to him. Now, I'll let you know this. Mm -hmm. Uh, by this time, it has been nine, nine years. Uh, mm -hmm. You and Roy have tried, mm -hmm. and you have your inner relationship. Mm -hmm. um, it's not like screaming from on the top of the, the mountains or, or anything like like that. But it is one, yeah, it is one built out of love and genuine mm -hmm. aff affection and whatnot. Um, as far as you know, mm -hmm. she has been pregnant a couple times mm -hmm. and it's never born to fruition. Mm -hmm. right. um, this is partially because the way that elves are having children these days is a bit, di bit different mm -hmm. but you know plenty of elves who have had children and half elves that have had children too. After nine years it's not like you guys are trying constantly but after mm -hmm. nine years two near things um, is pretty low. Mm -hmm. um, so Azur you think is just he's being kind mm -hmm. um, when he says this and he wouldn't know all that detail. It's a very general question. You know, any any luck I think he, you know what he's referring to. Because Azur was right here as well. You know, he's sitting in, in these meetings as much as, as you are. Mm -hmm. Those who skulk in the shadows and deal death aren't necessarily meant for it. Um, I don't know. If folk who skulk in the shadows and deal death are meant to have kin, 
then we'd all be in a much better spot. So don't worry if Shere Khan he get, gives you like a shoulder slap, though for you it's more like an elbow slap. It's like, even ripe bastards can still get their seat planted, planted that day. Just takes time, right? Yeah. Thanks. He says, well, I reckon your son will outdo my nep- nephew for enter to, to Grimash, mm-hmm. then some. Worry not about, about that. <laughs> And uh, he'll, he'll have a better da-da, and a ma, too, which goes a long way. Yeah. I appreciate it. Hey. Sometimes I can't tell if you're sad or just, uh, just, just you. Hmm. Well, maybe a little of both. Hey. Thanks for your, uh, chats, eh? This is my left. All right. See you around. Um, just some for information here. I'm not going to do a whole flash forward here, though. It would be cool. Um, at one point <laughs> in time, in a little just, just imagine the scene. Put your mind in the scene where years from now, not even that many years. We're talking like a year or two, perhaps. Okay. Um. Dorn, you're in your home here, which is more of a general more room itself, so mm-hmm. sort of thing. And these massive homes that the giants have built just seem enormous to, to, to you guys. But the hosts get the nice nice spots. Um, you have Salraka, Uber, Guthrie, Reyaklis, uh, Kraneste, Roya, Kachona, and some others um, reporting to, to, to you. Um, Uber is older now. Um, he's reading the re- reports to you, and he kind of has a distaste in his mouth as he reads it, but essentially it is reports of your son. In the wilds between the cities and whatnot, binding the disparate orcish tribes together. Now, to explain that, we have to think... Well, hold on, Josh. What happened when Amorian made the orcs? What happened? He used them a lot, and then stopped because they, because apparently Orion made the same mistake that dog. Jesus Christ! I'm gonna start putting them down. I can't stand hearing them lick themselves every time. Um, mm-hmm. made the same mistake. And that's oh, I really want dwarves to be to be you know this. I really want humans to be to to be this. I re- I, re- I really want orcs to be this. Mm-hmm. And it always goes too far. Mm-hmm. Whether that's a natural thing of the scroll of, of, of transformation or whether whether that's just the users, who knows why? But humans, um, dwarves were too too stubborn, too slow to be produced, too long, too long, long lived. So you mm-hmm. did the opposite for humans, and now they fucking popped off everywhere, and the mm-hmm. world is is what it is now. Mm-hmm. Orcs were too aggressive; they reproduced more quickly than he thought, and they, more than reproducing too 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 quickly, they were battle ready too too quick. At the at the age of like seven, they Damn. were battle ready stuff. At the at the age of twelve, they're having they're having their 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 own children. Mm-hmm. So. Orion kind of went too far, too far also, 
the orcs began to be like, hey, why are we the ones just always constant? Like some smart ones began to like question things. And after again, much faster. Yeah. <laughs> it's been. I mean, it's not been like not. Yeah, yeah. But still, like sixty fast. years yeah. as opposed to six thousand or however long the dwarves have been well, around. And the di- di- difference is, is a guy as tall as you or shorter than yeah. you telling telling you, run all all of you guys into the, in, into that wallet. You might all die. Bye. Is different than giants that are unbelievably more powerful than, than you doing mm-hmm. it. But your point is very well taken. They mm-hmm. seem to learn the lesson. Sooner, and when that happened, Orion kind of just cut them, cut them off. Considered it a failed, exp- failed experiment. Mm-hmm. Cut them off from everything, meaning no more res- resources to you, no more tools to you, no more, no more, more land to you. The cities you are not allowed into our cities. Cut them off. So they were never part of the military structure in like a human and orc standing side by side. They were always their own separate thing, right? Mm-hmm. So when this cutoff happened, it was very much a Mortars 66 Star Wars but without the killing, more, mm-hmm. more just the, oh, we're shoving you out. Mm-hmm. Hence, they became more of a nomadic, disparate tribe. They began, the other, the other big thing is began to fight amongst each other too and themselves, that was the that was the other thing that that they did that was like well this is an untenable design we can't control you you're too reckless go fuck somewhere we else fight against each other <laughs> go away I won't kill you all I don't have the time or care to but mm-hmm. I'm going to just send you off so the news that they exist isn't a shock but the news that um, your son is gathering up those disparate tribes is news and Orion. Um, uh, pretty much just says don't care let him do what he's doing as long as he does not march his things against us he can still only be a help now whether or not Dorn does something about that is, is, a, is a different story that, you can, that you, you can tell me in private perhaps but I know that it's not easy to track him down either right mm-hmm. like it's a tricky thing because now he's like the nomadic gathering of orcish tribes and whatnot. Not the, not the last you'll see of him, though. Trust me on that. Yeah, no. At this point, Dildorn would just almost be, like, comical about it. Like, sure. what's he going to do? <laughs> yeah. Bless you. Thank you. Curious. Aladra, as you leave this place, we'll skip forward. You head home to your own children. I actually have a map, which I know is terrifying, but don't don't worry. Of uh, hey, that's baseball. <laughs> um, of a place that I just thought is a very pretty lo- location that could be akin to the likes of opulence that Oladra would be with them. Again, partially this is just because she is of the summer host. Right, so this Keep was up a appearances. Yeah, this was a giant. This is, a, this is not the same map you saw you saw before, though it does have similar qualities to it. It actually is quite different, um, mm-hmm. and I think that this was just basically taken, and he's like, "Hey, this is my home now," mm-hmm. and there's gardens and all this bounty, water, lily pads, beautiful tree up to top here that you. you, you, you you can come with your sons. You and Anatar have had this place to yourselves for a long time, huge as it is, before the two youngsters joined in as well. Um, 
it is nearing their ninth birthdays. Not right now, but it's, you know, they're a mate and some quarters long. You're entering in through the front doors of your home again. Huge, meant for giant proportions, not yet made into separate apartments. It just all belongs to you. And you see the relative opulence of this place, but it is home to you, where it's always seemed hollow before, even with you and Anatar. Even though you can't see your sons right now, right, right now, it is. It already feels like a, a home. Um, as you walk in, um, one of your two two kids um, hears you and knows that only a few people would be stepping through here, and knows your footsteps more than than um, a mother's, as soft as they they are compared to your father's or, or your husband's at least. And Cole Karan comes running around a corner toward you. Hello, mother! There's my handsome boy. Yes, I am. And he's kind of got, you know, he, he looks very similar to you, but has some of that ruggedness of his father, too. Not the muscles, not the, not, not the scars, not the burned flesh, just that sort of rugged... Handsome that you've that you've always seen behind behind there, and he, um, but his 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 eyes are anything but like like his eyes his eyes are like your eyes, sharp. His smile is like is like like yours, um, omnipresent present when when you're in front of other people at least. It is very good melding of you and you and your husband as Kolkhan as Kolkhan comes up to you almost skipping. He says. Welcome home, welcome home. How was it? Oh, you know. Where were you again? East, right? Yes. Out in Damas. Hmm. I'll take you there. When? One day. Later. Give it 60 years. 60 years? Yeah. I'll be 68! Yeah. I'm kidding. I knew, I knew how to add 60 and 8, Mom. I'm not stupid. It's because you're smart. I am smart. I am smart. He regales you with a tale. In in the way that I'm not going to undo, but in the way that kids do when they're really excited about something. So they'll make a very simple thing in, into a whole... And then and then and then, even though he's eight, he's eight years old, he still gets very excited about ideas and whatnot, right? He essentially regales you with a um, story mm-hmm. that just happened today. So what a coincidence! I know that you're here, and he's like, yeah. So 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 um, um called Turant, his brother, uh, Turant. He he uh uh he uh wanted or I wanted something that he had, right? So so I trade I traded him. I wanted to trade him something. I mean something for it. But all I had I had a piece of gold, just like a chunk of. So I. I gave, I, I, I gave it to him, and he, he said, he's like, oh, you, you know, you, you know him. He's like, he's like, do it this. And I said, I said, so then I said, um, well, it's not what it is, it's just a symbol. It's a mark. I give this to you for the thing that I want, and you give it back to me when you want something that I have. It's pretty clever. Yeah, yeah. And he shows you, like, a belt. Like a completely yes, that Our is entire com- modern economy is based on a child's game. <laughs> yes. yep. He is the so- sovereign of wealth, wealth. yeah, and yeah. world. Yeah. 
That is an interesting concept. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So why gold? Because I had it in my pocket. That makes sense. <laughs> Our entire economy could be based on dead cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know there's a lot of gold. For it. Yeah, but he's pretty stupid. <laughs> Don't say that about your younger brother. I know, he's the baby. Older uh-huh. brothers have to be kind. But look, the belt! The belt he had, it looks better on me anyways. And the belt, by the way, mm-hmm. has like a beautiful silver, like, you know, filigree across. Like, it's it's like his best belt that like that, that like you're, that you you would you dress your kids in a special outfit to like see the army come home. You know what I mean? Sort of mm-hmm. thing. So the fact that he traded a gold thing that's clearly worth less than this belt is, if worth made any sense here, is kind of humorous as well, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I'm proud of you. I think you should speak with your uncle Doldorn. He knows all things shiny. Maybe you can make something out of this. Second of all, I expect you to put that back where he got it from. That is not meant for daily wear. And if you like it that much, we'll get you your But I traded a piece of gold for it! And I'll trade you dinner for it. Or do you want to go to bed hungry? He looks at the belt. Looks at his stomach. I had enough for lunch. And he walks away. (laughs) Then you are going to need that belt, young man. Keep your pants up once you've lost some weight. (laughs) Turns a corner. Um, Yeah. Uh, You don't know where your other son is at this moment in time, but there are a few key places you can imagine him being. One of which is... The garden. Which garden? Who knows, rich bitch? Um, mm-hmm. But he is quite partial to the, the um, tree at the very, very tippy top, a high place to look out over and to sit under. I would probably go look for him at the tree. You know you, you know your husband is, is not at home at this moment in, in time. Mm-hmm. Um, you go up with many... St- staircases all the way up here and sure enough you see him what you see actually is his back to you as he's sort of huddled and for a moment you think maybe he's asleep with his head touching the trunk of the tree Um, you just see his back there um, head bowed toward the tree good morning he looks at you now, in many ways, he looks like his brother, as twins tend to, not, not, not always, but th- these two do. But the two things that I said for Cole um, Karan were very much you. That smile and those sharp, uh, 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 sharp eyes are the inverse here. He very much has your husband's um, more thought- thoughtful eyes and rarely does a smile cross on Cole Karan's face. But he doesn't look at you, but he does say, say, Um, mother. Well, I thought you'd be more excited for me to be home. He kind of shuffles over and says, Have you ever seen a creature so near death? And there's a bird in his hand right, right now, cupped there, gently. At first, you assume that, uh, well, I mean, this 
dead bird is first you're like oh it's a dead bird its feathers are downy and ruffled its neck broken and twisted the body is already like you can see the inside the the, the, the red the blood staining his hands but he said it just so near death and as you step more toward you see you actually see its lungs right there and you see them inflating in the way that a small bird would quickly but not be able to get in the bear into it and he looks up at you with those gray eyes You know what the kind thing to do would be. I didn't do it. Hey, the kind thing to do would stop licking yourself. Thank you. I didn't do it. I didn't say you did. We find all sorts on the road. And some of them just happen to be past the point we can help. But look, I opened up his chest and you can see the lungs, right? You can. I can see they're still working. I can almost see the heart in there too. I saw it, look. And he reaches in the pinky and pulls back and the bird. <laughs> it beats really fast. Why do you think that is? Because it's scared. Or it's excited. Could be because it's small. Do small things hearts beat faster? Something I've noticed. Huh. Smiles. Huh. That's interesting. It is. Maybe you should let this one go and write down what you've learned thus far. I don't think he'll fly again. Not that way, sweet boy. Oh. Okay. He drops it. I'll go right down what, what I learned. And he walks past you, but he stops and gives, gives you a big, big hug. Thanks, mother. That's my sweet boy. Don't give your brother your belt anymore. But he wanted it so much. Isn't it good to share? You always tell us to share. It's good to share, but he needs to learn. Plus, that's your good belt. Well, I was thinking, he takes out a, ch a hunk of gold, you know, only like this big chunk from something, and says, I was thinking I would just let him keep giving me these for things I don't really care about, and I would just keep them under my bed and then when I then I can get a lot of things from him all at once he kind of gives you like a like a like a wry little like smirk sort of thing tell you what a bank he doesn't say that look at Leo a bank Leo capitalism is the enemy <laughs> one of the dark sick invented it I'll tell you what and I will pull him and kiss the top of his head I'll buy you both whatever you want in the morning. But tonight it sounds like you're getting double dinner. So, run along, journal. Okay. He walks away from you. I think you watch him go affectionately 
your hands like kind of on your hip, that child, and you turn to see the dead bird neck twisted all the way around, blessedly no longer breathing or struggling. It's not the first time you've seen similar things here. Whether he is doing the actions themselves or whether he is simply has proclivity for finding things near death, you're not sure. But a temporary reminder as you remove your hands from your waist, you see the blood on your hand as you realize when he hugged you, the bird's blood went all over your waist, your waistcoat. I will step on its head and crush it just to make sure. And then (laughs) (laughs) it's a druid. (laughs) Damn it! Anybody gonna have sex over here? My name is Norman. I'm from the future. Oh no! Uh, I'm supposed to be a Spider Man. (laughs) Spider Man. (laughs) Okay, you step on its head. Crunches does not make any sound. And then I will go to find someone else to clean it up. Any other uh, scene that you would like to have at this time and place? No, but that boy isn't getting dinner until he gives his brother his bell back. (laughs) (laughs) So one of of them starve. They actually owe it. I just watched a spoiled child be cast out. I will not let that happen to my own. Look at that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I sort of feel like like I need to change the humble lore now that the Cold, cold crown is always gaunt and skinny and rattling a can. <laughs> will, will work for food. That's why he's a sovereign of wealth. Well. Okay. He was just down on his luck. That <laughs> wraps up the scenes at this time point. At this time point. We're going to jump forward here. Um, an additional 10 years from that point. Boys are both uh, 19. No? You have been doing your own separate. 10 years is a long time, right? We just go, yeah, 10 years passed, but it's a long time for you mm-hmm. guys. So think of all the things that your characters have been doing over this time. All of the, the wars that you fought, the bad battles that have been you know, won, and some, and some Lashurkan there for some. Not at all. Mm-hmm. Aladra, the multiple villages and whatnot that you've traveled to. Um, all the hosts having their own jobs and whatnot. <coughs> In general, <coughs> Monatar stays here. He never leaves, which is good for a lot of, lot of reasons. One, just being like defense of, of, of the, the city. He's not much of a fighter, but also making magical weapons from the forge and whatnot. Um, and Boldre tends to stay here as well, not being <coughs> much of a fighter, which means... Dolzur, bless you, bless you, bless you. Oh, good. Which means Dolzur tends to stay here as well. So the city at any given time has three of the host here with the powers of creation and and life at at, at their behest. Those Mm -hmm. who are traveling around, um, you and the traveler at least, have the ability to teleport. So because of that, um, it's one of those things like if the need comes, you can both like zip zip back home quickly or even zip to where one of these guy these guys are scoop them up and zip there plus mm-hmm. you and you, you you know sending right mm-hmm. yeah so you and travel both know sending so 
you two do have very similar jobs, but that's good because I mean you, you can do two separate th things mm -hmm. and um, merge your stuff and whatnot. So, why are you back in Sharn this time? Mm -hmm. Well, you're back in Sharn this time because the city toils away at its duties. It is it is evening here. You hear the normal industry, the clucking of chickens, the mooing of cows, the, the horses, mostly been lost to the sounds of gears and what, and not moving chains, rattling normal sounds that are kind of in the background of this city that is almost machine as, as much as it is place to live. Those sounds come out more often at nighttime, mm -hmm. as some work does not rest. But the reason why you've all come home is because according to the information, now Amorion's, Orion's um, Amacolites and Onatar have created stones that can cast sending between people. Mm -hmm. So you guys all have means to receive communication from the central hub. Come up with that idea. Mm -hmm. um, you've all been called home by, by um, Orion, not him speaking into it, but by the, the acolytes that he's told to. Mm -hmm. You've all been called home um, because news of another article has been found. And it is said to meet in the court city at your earliest convenience. When such a thing is said, Elijah will just say that you vanish away, scoop up Amarwine, Balinor and go back. You two are together, gather the um tra traveler. I guess that'd make more sense to flip flip, but actually, you go get them. Josh, you're fucking dumb. Just take your place now. So let's say you go and get these two who are at some bad battlefield. So it's not bring the whole, not bring the whole army. It's so just bring. This is a meeting of the host. So we'll say that you teleport to where you know the approximate meeting location is. You guys know when you hear that either a lodger or the traveler will be at this the designated location. So you just sit, you just sit there and wait for a time as ah, you two. Good, we got a lodger. We, we got they got the short straw. <laughs> yeah. So as you two spend several hours, make sure your forces are good, the camps are, are good, and, and whatnot. This is a, this is another one of those things where your folk, the ladron, have made a veil around mm -hmm. here. So you can't teleport easily in, but you don't have to. Again, the meeting area is several hours away from this thing. So you just poof there and wait under a tree. One gal isn't going to be noticeable by the real dangers of the place. And you can handle yourself toward most other stuff. As you two walk side by side, chit-chit-chatting, if, if, if you want to do or whatnot. You haven't had a good bad battle in a couple weeks sort of thing. And news of another article being found or news of another article it has now been upwards of what did I say 19 years since the last one since you took Sean mm -hmm. Jeez, so it took the travel so long this time <laughs> you two come up and see Eladra sitting or standing underneath like a singular <clears throat> tree on a hilltop sort of the thing the sun is setting the purples oranges the cloud cover obscuring it also giving the illusion of being darker than it actually is or later than it actually is 
I'll let you guys have a brief moment. You guys haven't seen you you haven't seen that for probably several months now at this, this point in time. So give yourselves a little howdy doody before I well, I got grab some beer. Hello, beautiful. Is that a new wrinkle? Excuse you. <laughs> no. I don't see any new scars, so. I know. Haven't as much action as I would like. Well, I'm talking about the fighting, Dorn. Oh, that, that too. <laughs> I think that's probably about to change, though, given the message that we received. Hopefully it's about time, isn't it? How many of these bastard things are there again? Do we know how many of these bastard things you are there? We know that there are six. Okay, okay. okay. There are six. Six? Hmm? How do we know there are six? Because Orion, the moment he attuned to it, one, he knew what the others exactly were. Not where, not where but not where they, they were and that they, they existed. Like, when you attuned to it, I mm-hmm. kind of skipped over that because it doesn't trans- translate through what the crows are doing right, right now. But we'll just say that you could con- kind of confirm, like, oh, no, there are six. There are six. Like, it's like you just know. Yeah. It's not just information. Like, you have a piece of six things. Yeah, exactly. One of six things. Exactly. It's like, if you saw one, this is going to be terrible. If you saw one piece of... Of a pizza, you could have it. You could know how many pizza slices there were. Yeah. What if you right? couldn't count unless it was in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 all that. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So we know there's six we because we that's do. The ultimate you know, power of the universe is pizza. <laughs> Cut into six, not eight. Yeah. Did they happen to tell either of you which one it is? No. You're usually the one with the news. Hmm. I was thinking they just forgot this time. I am unsure. Yeah. Maybe they didn't want to spread that information. Well, yeah, sorry, to clarify. You know there's six, and you know, like, ah, there's will, life, void, okay. You just know their names, their Mm -hmm. titles. You don't know exactly what they they, do. Do, but, okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. Well, are your troops prepared to stay without you? I think they'll stay in line. <laughs> My men know what to do. They don't need me. Exactly. I mean, unless they want to win a fight, but if they're just sitting around, they're fine. <laughs> I will say, um, Dorn, you probably have a select few the ones I've been I've been, I've been saying you probably probably like two dozen or so that you were like these are my trust trusted folk if you want to bring a subset of them as your um, information folks to take take notes for you and also to like be your um, muscle you, you can even though they might not be allowed into the meeting space it's up, up to you if you want to bring any of them with otherwise they can they can stay here and frank they're not all probably here anyways they're probably you know you have them scattered all, all about your various armies within shard um no for this news he would he would go alone okay well ah, that's a lie he'd bring one uber is gonna come with him uber yeah of course he is mm-hmm. um his favorite <laughs> and he's now um 28 yeah. he's really proved proved himself quite a bit he's at you know like peak Human physical strength, but um, his he follows you anywhere and through anything, through thick and through thin. And he it would seem to a very insightful person that he's only strived to prove himself even more in his his last ten years since Mash got the stinky boot out. 
Mm -hmm. Um, Just so we're all on the same page. Uber, yeah. Do you know who Uber is? That is a name that you heard at this table, not from my mouth, but from his mouth. Who is chasing us in his campaign on the island, Mr. Scary Mask-Faced Man? Oh, yeah. My main baddie from that island. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. So that's not important for your characters, either Mm -hmm. these ones or your actual ones, but it's important. (laughs) It's just kind of a cool little tie-in that Mm -hmm. uh, um, Dusty Bones! (laughs) Dusty Bones, yes, which is an interesting thing for you players to be like, wait a minute, wouldn't that make him ancient? Think all you want. (laughs) Spelled the AJ and he likes All right. Um, You three then... And we'll just skip directly to where we need to get to get our butts in gear here. Um, probably not surprising. You are back within in your war room here. You join everyone else that's, that's here. Some others come in also. And information is shared. Um, Traveler is here, sitting next to, to Orion. As he does sometimes, but not always. Not assigned, not assigned. He's at the Bouldre, almost always sits next to Orion, as could be expected, perhaps. Um, actually, sorry, before we jump into this scene, we're going to, sorry, we're going to mm-hmm. not. Okay. As you three, you don't want to just teleport directly into, into this place. You teleport outside, and as you're walking through the city and words through it, um, so we just you know kind of hear some of the natural town nonsense here, a light haze and whatnot. Um, there is a moment here where you hear. Uh, Daddy! And around a corner um, comes a young, you know, who knows how old for an an elf. Um, Long black hair, um, sort of of thing. Maybe she's four, six, seven, who knows, you know, whatever, based on the amount of visuals at least, comes running up with that. Toddler sort of not very good grace but also natural um elven grace to it sort of a weird dichotomy to that as she comes up she's soaking wet because it is a light drizzle right now as the court sits because of course the court city tends to um, get a lot of weather patterns here hence why those storm sparks were so important um but you guys um she comes she up daddy she comes up and runs up to you mm-hmm. and gives you a big hug around the ankles Around the, the, the knees, sorry. Sure. I imagine that, you know, seeing her come up, probably could hear her coming from a while. Would kind of like, almost like a wave would come down and scoop her up. Yes, she, she, <clears throat> she, she goes to hug your knees, but you're already down. So she laughs as you scoop her up. Explain to me, as your comrades are walking with you, mm-hmm. what they see on Shere Khan's face when he, when this happens. I think normally Shere Khan, you know, kind of has the expression that I normally have when I'm <laughs> RPing him. But I think, um, you know, I think when he sees Jorowai, he's definitely, like, 
it, you can see it more in his eyes. It's more like there's a life to it. And he is like, you know, he's got more of a smile, just a little bit. Like, it, it's still kind of like, it, it's kind of forced. It's like, but it, like, it forces its way there, essentially. And so, you know, he's more lively than you normally would see him. You see our why, um, at least I think you two see her stepping softly around that same way. She was pro- probably walking with Shora Y and then was like, oh, that's your dad, and sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I think you hear. Mm-hmm. Um, um, your, your sister, but I think that you only have eyes for for Jean Marie. She's mm-hmm. flat laughing and kicking so softly. Let me go, giant monster, giant, giant, giants, mm-hmm. <laughs> spitting on you. Mm-hmm. I'm the storm giant. <laughs> Just fully mm-hmm. spit, like mm-hmm. honestly disgusting. But well, that's valid. Yep. Yeah. He will use a druidcraft to make some extra wind. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, like it's coming from her almost. Yeah, it? yeah. Her hair kind of, kind of flows, toward, flows toward you. Wee! Oh, so powerful. I know. I am. Um, you guys see a very different Shere Khan. It's not the first time you've seen Shere Khan interacting with Jorawai by, by any means, but I think every time it just kind of reminds you of the Shere Khan you knew for a long time. And the one who was always on that bridge between light and dark. And but when I think his daughter comes to him, he has fully stepped into light, at least during these brief times. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks over at, at, at you, eyes mostly obscured now by you know wet, long black hair. Black hair. Oh. How are you, little lady? I'm flying. That's how I am. <laughs> See? Harder! Harder! As she screams in a voice that I can't do. That that was already very loud, but like in the high, shrill, like five-year-old mm-hmm. girl's voice, like screaming. Like a voice that you would hear um, echo through the city. Mm-hmm. A way that you two know Jorwa's reputation precedes her. Her tantrums, her at a high, she's at a she's at a high. I am flying. At a mm-hmm. low, she's inconsolable. As a baby, she was colicking nonstop, and the, she has these massive fluctuations, as you just just saw, like screaming at her father more. And you said you did, did what? A wind wall. Wind wall. <laughs> and she smiles again. Mm-hmm. You kind of like you know like like let, like let her go. She floats a little bit there. <laughs> <laughs> that was close. He almost woke the fury on that one. <laughs> she looks at you floating in the wind, wind ball and says, Uncle Dorm, Uncle Dorm, look, look. Oh, I killed a cat t- today. Just like just like how you kill dragons. Yeah. I swear I only showed her one little trick. Your wind was that fade. trick spoiling your children? No, it was how to properly throw a spear, but I don't think she did that to a cat. Mm. I made my made my own. She comes over and hugs you, and then punches you in the dick. I learned that too. She kind of does like like a quick little and does like a really like sick like kick like spin kick sort of thing, like Scarlet. Um, not Scarlet Witch. Um, Scarlet Johansson, Johansson playing. Black Widow. <laughs> 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 they call his names too 
women in a movie franchise? Get out of here. Get out of here. Um, it's like impressive for as young as she is. Like, like that. Dorn will then just quickly hook her one foot and kind of push her down, like in a playful like. Uh, roll up. A athletics truck. Oh. Uh, athletics. He's proficient with it, so six plus seven, that's 13, so 27. Uh, shield five, plus maybe like four. Mm -hmm. So you shove her. Gentle, you're very good with your strength. Yeah, it's more so like just using the slight bit of her last momentum, like boop. Absolutely. The problem, you didn't do anything wrong. The problem is, once her butt hits the hits the ground, she hits her elbow just a little, a little bit and goes, Oh, funny boy. Nothing funny about it, though. And hey, hey, hey. And I will attempt to calm her emotions. Ooh. Okay. You cast an actual spell. Yep. Ideally, the ruins all are fun. I'll say as I just walk by her then at that point. It doesn't even hurt that much, actually. <laughs> Amarawai has reached you guys now, and she sees you kind of like... And she goes, thank you. Scoops her, her, scoops her up and says, Now, darling, say thank you. For, for what? She's prepared. It doesn't last forever. I'm not talking about my spell. I will continue walking <laughs> in as well. I will cherish every moment. Wait a minute. That bitch! <laughs> Where did you hear those the, those over her over your shoulder? You can hear Rwise glare at you. As George, George we gotta hurry says, up. We're gonna we 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 gotta be late. We gotta go. <laughs> Where you think? <laughs> <laughs> Leaving just you, Roy, and Jorwy for this brief time time here. As Roy looks looks at you, kind of like haphazardly, being like, "Are you well?" Yes. Better now. She puts a hand on your face as she always has, but now she will grace it with 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 a kiss also. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. Everything's all right on the warfront? We haven't seen much, honestly, in a while. Nothing on the grand scales that we're expecting. She's doing this right now because Jarvis had enough of being being held and is fully elbowing her mom in the head. Mm -hmm. Oh, if only it was acceptable to turn you into a mouse! Would, Would you? Can you? I'm not going to use the powers of creation to turn you into, into a mouse. I want to be a mouse! A slug. Mice are too fast and unwieldy. Takes <laughs> up this hand-sized slug, takes it up, and give me an insight check. Sure. Inside check, not super high, but that's okay. Uh, inside. Oh, I am pushing in that. So actually, uh, it would be plus uh, eleven. So twenty-three. Twenty-three. Mm-hmm. 
it would take a pretty pretty perceptive pretty insightful mm-hmm. and perceptive person because Harwise a master at hiding her not hiding but you know only showing what she wants to show mm-hmm. and I think this is not the first time you've seen this not the turning to a slug thing what I'm about, what I'm about to, to describe as she pinches the back of the slug and lifts it up and puts it in her hand and says her quip about how mice are too, you know, too fast to mm-hmm. turn into mouse or maybe be gone across the city. She, there's a look of, I'm going to use a word that's maybe harsher than it should be, but I'm going to use the word anyways. A mm-hmm. look of disgust. Mm-hmm. That if you had rolled below a 20, mm-hmm. I would have said it's just a natural, like, ick of picking up a, a slug. Mm-hmm. But I think as perceptive, quiet, always on the fringes as you are, I think you've seen similar looks many times mm-hmm. in the past when there are interactions similar to this, but every interaction with Jorma is similar to this, mm-hmm. for better or for worse. She will turn and hand the slug to an attendant who has followed up as as well somebody who is not by any means a, a slave or anything like that. Um, wealth payments have begun to happen. Um, Cole Curran's idea of a sort of um, a monitor is like, yeah, I can make gold into coins easily. Like, scroll of creation! Like, manifest all this and just transform it into, into coins. Easy thing to do. So people have begun to use it, but mostly people just want to serve. And then what they get in return is honor, respect, whatnot. So it's not unusual for you guys to have servants or helpers and whatnot. However you want to call them is, is up to you. He turns and hands um, the slug to the, the, the woman who takes it reverently and says, mm-hmm. oh, it's fine. She, if you drop, 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 drop her, she'll, she'll, she'll come back, back like, like that. Ones are probably more reverently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Go on. We have to uh, join a meeting. Yes, milady. And she'll turn and walk away with your daughter mm-hmm. as a slug in her hands. As Arvai turns to you and does smile, a very sincere smile, and says, Well, shall we? Yes. Holds her hand out for you to hold. Grab it. And just walks side by side into this chamber if, if, if you choose. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you wanted to do or say during that time or just walk in and see what the news is? I think he would ask her how Jorowai had been faring in his absence. Oh, you know, she loves you very much. She loves Dorn very much. She loves to fight very much. She loves to scream very, very much. Um, yeah. But she's happy child, I think. She does seem happy, yes. Sometimes. When she wants to be. You know, I wasn't here here either. Um, all that news I just got was secondhand. Um, mm-hmm. Balinor and, and, and I, of course, I, I swung by home, but Matilda has been watching them her very, very well, I think. So the war is not over yet. No. So we both need to be places. Right, of course. 
she gives your hand a squeeze and says, maybe all she needs is a, is a, is a sister. Yeah. Maybe so. As you reach the doorway, which is which is open right now, and you are the last two to enter in the space here. You take your seats. I'm going a little bit weird here, so I apologize. No, you're fine. Just remember to say, if it's something that you, that you want to say, you mm-hmm. have to just speak up and do it sometimes. Um, nope, that's perfect. You all come in here, a bit of bit of chit-chat is had, but I think everyone's eager. Does not need to be, I'm calling this meeting to order. Everyone's like, the chit-chat's just to fill the gap between. It's like, okay, we're here. What is the news? The news is as follows. Um, Amorion here, Bouldry here, the Traveler here, everyone else around in their spots. Wine, like beautiful Thessalonican wine, like a giant city, um, um, all, all these lovely things that you've almost become accustomed to now that would have been impossible to you even 30, 40, 40 years ago, much less 75 at this point in time. Um, just pour yourselves cups and bounty, safety, comfort, peace for being here for a distinct cause. Orion says, we'll call this meeting to order. Thomas and the traveler speaks. He says, News that I think will intrigue everyone here is I have reason to believe that there's something of great import to the north here. At least somewhat uh, near the far wall mountains past the first hole on the such. The only reason I assume that is the case, and the reason why I have informed Orion here that I believe it may have to do with an article is because I can't think of many reasons for lightning scars and and, an acid having hitting stone and fire to all be in the same place at the same time other than a distinct need to protect something. That and the fact that I had somebody to ask exactly what brought uh, such rust and ruin upon him and all of his men, if you can call them that, following him. And from under the table, he pulls up a sack, a dripping sack, and sets it on the the table. And the head of your son is there. Burns, scars, acid, missing half of his face. Um, A ruined, ruined person. The outcry that comes from the likes of Boldre, Azur, Ara, Hunatari, even are like like just a immediate hubbub of 
what are you doing? And also what, what happened, right? Like Azur, Ara, they, they care about him on Antares, worked work, work, work with him for quite some time, or, or no, sorry, um, has made him weapons for some time. For Antar, it's less, oh, that guy, it's more like you're putting a gross dripping head on our t table here, but this simple act is not simple at all. It has an immediate impact. And Orion holds up a hand. The voices quell. I think all eyes naturally turn to Dorn, as your son's head is there in ruin. Traveler says, I had the brief opportunity to speak with the soul before the left, they vacated, asked a few questions, and I'm quite certain actually that there is something worthwhile near where he and his, what he's come to call the All Tribe of Orcs. I've been keeping some tabs on them for some time, just to make, sh make sure, see what they happen to stumble in on. I did not arrive in time to do it, to do it. I came only to see the after, the aftermath, but we've all seen what different breath weapons can impact on stone and mountain and tree. And I can definitively say that there was all the, the elements I had previously spoken of. So something has united dragon forces of some power, because I don't think one or two could have done this to your son. Especially with the implements and, and tools that he had taken from here. The sky anchors and, and, and whatnot. And indeed, he did confirm to me that they were simply walking around. I, I guess I'll let him um, update date, date you. Boldre, uh, Ara, could one of you perhaps casually, flippantly mentioning to the two people in this room, the two people maybe in the entire world at this moment in time, before a time of paladins and clerics that could raise the dead. Um, Boldre looks at you and Ara is, is, is like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. But then sees again that no one's really moving looking at you and your sister turns to look, look at you and is like, we should bring him back, right? Right? I'm a little pissed you bitches have stopped and waited to listen to his fucking story before doing what needs doing. Alright! That's the brother that's the brother I fucking good know! And she gets she gets up, Boldre holds out her her hand and says, Arah, Arah. You're very emotional river right now. Allow me. Arah's like. Okay. Um, we'll skip past it, but there is a bit of a ritual here, as there usually is, where where people are giving something. I only really care about what Dorn says or gives for the the resurrection of his son. 
I guess Dorne would, he would issue a challenge, mm. almost, like, this, all that talk after you got kicked out, and this, this is how you come back here, this is how it ends for you, almost like a, are you a, of the Dole clan or not, kind of thing, where there's almost like a, for their relationship, a slight message of kindness of, I'm kind of admitting you are mine here. Mm-hmm. Come back and quit being such a piece of shit. Love, love that. There you go. That's, <laughs> a, that's a unique thing that only you could really do that holds more weight than Dol Araz, you know, kindness and like, you fucking nephew, nephew of mine, come back, you know, sort of thing. Um, whether and we never truly know what it is that somebody offers or says that ends up bringing them them back. What we what we do know is two people both attuned to the scroll of, of, of life make sh- make short work of this, and the spine grows out first. The ribs muscle, and you watch manifesting right there. This is not a raised dead spell. This is a full on level eight or seven resurrection mm-hmm. spell where it reforms the b- body from all the parts which tells you this that this was no more than um, 10 days ago his death may have actually must have actually occurred probably sooner than that in fact mm-hmm. based on the drippiness of the bag <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep mm-hmm. he I was <laughs> like oh he just poofs, hits her. She's like, you little shit. Punches him in the face back. Ow! Fuck it. Sees that he is manifested naked on the ta- ta- table here in front of um, all of you all. You would be very close having just done the ritual. I think the rest of you would have given some respectful space. So he sees his um, father, his aunt, his uncle around him, and Baldre there, the halfling. Okay, well, I've done my part, and pats him on his, on his knee. He twitches a bit. Get your wits, boy. Oh, you need some from me now, isn't that right? <laughs> oh, I think what you mean to say is thank you. Hey, thank you, right? Good. <laughs> what a fucking rush. <gasps> oh, we're gonna kill him. Those fucking metal scaly fucks. We're gonna kill him. We're gonna, we're gonna kill them all, aren't we, huh? <laughs> Sneaking up on me and mine. He just punches the table so hard it, it splinters his knuckles. Belt bleed. He goes, Ugh. Couldn't give me a bit more juice there, couldn't you, Auntie? And she goes, Give your wits about you, boy, like your da says. Oh, my da, my commander. General fuckface, yeah. 
and looks around and goes, Where's, where's his cock, cock and balls? That's the old man. He'll get out of my way. I'm fine. I'm fine. He'll come and he'll swivel and he'll sit his bare ass cheeks in the upseat. How long have I been dead for? Traveler says. Three days. Three days? Whew. Fuck me. Tell me we haven't run out. You haven't. Tell me you all fucks haven't run, run out of Thessalonican red since I've been gone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, is a giant city known for their like, like their mm-hmm. vineyards. Like, think about giant cities before you guys came in and, and ruined the good shit they had going. Like an ancient Greece, Athens thing, mm-hmm. right? Like the height of civilization, aqueducts, fields of grapes that go on for miles, each the size of your fist. You know, so Thessalonica is very well known for being like the best wine that modern times have not even come come close to, sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But you guys drink it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, sorry first, then wine. The story that Grimash tells, for the sake of time, I, I'll just skip through it, but the crux of it is this. <coughs> he and his all tribe, that of which he's calling recombining the disparate Amorc, um, <clears throat> tribes that fracture and fight amongst, amongst themselves and whatnot. Um, a couple hundred of them, in fact, at this point, were just making their way northward, more into the cold, skirting around giant cities and what, again, as we said last time, the number of giants and dragons is so much less than the, than the space here that mm-hmm. it's comparatively easy, loose terms, to just move around, right? Whereas mm-hmm. mo- modern day, there's so many humans fucking everywhere, it's a bit more challenging. But even so... They're designed to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could march an army of humans in real life be- between this house and downtown Anoka, and some people might never see, right? There mm-hmm. are pathways where people aren't. So in this kind of just that much e- easier to do so, mm-hmm. even with a few hundred, a couple hundred. Um, he tells a story about they just up near the Tharwal Mountains. Somebody might, you know, uh, um, ask for what? He's like, why the fuck not? You all left me with nothing. So I'm making something of myself. And he explains that in the foothills of the mountains, a snowstorm had. Fairly brutal. That the temperature dropped a bit. The snow was biting the, the ice. Um, they set down. It came quick, quickly. And they set down and... <clears throat> they're on the western side of the um, Black Ice Way, so it can't be like like a storm from that moved over. The mountain should stop it. So it, just, it kind of surprised them, um, but they were more concerned with building their lean-tos, their um, windshields, and, and whatnot, as they're very they're nomadic. They're very, very accustomed to doing this. And then he describes as five fucking dragons that I can only assume of the ancient variety one of each fucking metal came swooping in 
and let's just say their shadows blended in nicely with the mountains and the snowstorm. And next thing you know, a lot of fire, a lot of acid, a lot of poison, a lot of lightning, and a lot of shit hitting us all. So, uh, I think I died. <laughs> Not right away. And he'll begin to tell the tale of how he, you know, how he fought them and how he used this. And Orion will cut him, him, him off and say, we don't need to hear the d details of your heroics, Urmash. We are here knowing what happened. He's like, I don't know what. All I know is as one big silver bastard had me under his claws, probably before I ripped my, my, my head off, because I do remember pressure, a lot, a lot of that. Uh, he said, you will never take it. Thought that was a bit fucking strange. And then, yeah, there was a bit, a bit of a... And then here I am. So how about that? That's a lot of red. We drink it all. Can't a guy who just came and brought you news from beyond, from beyond your little circle of the world here, brought back from the very fucking dead? Can't even have a sip of wine. All right. Whether or not wine is given to to him, eventually he'll stand up, a fruit slapping, and we'll get his own wine passed. He's like, I knew you had some Thessalonican. <coughs> a monitor will just like hold out his hand, and like parchment and whatnot from around here, just like scraps, will just kind of flow over to him and become clothing. Like he's going to fab fabricate and transmute this stuff into pants, just pants for him. He goes. He drops, drops to his knees. Miracles do happen! It's fresh Thessalonica, and he drinks right from the pitcher. Orion then essentially ignores him and looks at you, 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 around the whole table and says, We have been attacked by dragons many a time. We have moved to places where dragons have attacked us before. But when Thanos told me this, I thought that this is the first actual lead we have had in many, many years since taking Shar. If we're going from, from leads, this is the first real lead we've had since hearing that Sharn held an article of creation. I want to know this. Are we all in this room right now ready, willing to set other things aside and divert our attention to this. There is little, if not nothing, more important, save for the protection of Sharn itself, the court city itself. <coughs> There's little more important than finding all, none more important than finding all six of these articles. Only then can we truly bring this war to an end with force. 
think anything higher power that exists, if there is such a thing, that they have not yet used the last two upon us. Why that is, I do not know. It is the thing that keeps me up every night. When they reach a desperate point, though, I'm sure that will change. So let us use the tools that we have at our disposal. See if there is such an article to be claimed. And if so, do so. And if not, then, well, I suppose we have five ancient dragons to kill. And there must be something that they're trying to keep us away from. Speak your minds, please. Fiddle in this war, I don't know what we're waiting for. I don't know how useful I will be considering there's no ears, but I'm in. You know which end to stick the lizards with, don't you? You know I'm not as good as you at that. And if your son fell, no one is. But y'all should still fight. I'll fight in my own way. I'm with Dolan on this. Even if there ain't any of your little tools there, killing five of the ancients, I'll send a message at least. Hmm. we will, if nothing else, I do not know if we will find these dragons or whatever it is that, that they're hiding immediately. But I do think that we will need your abilities, if nothing else, to move folk there and back. We will do as we always have done. We will go there together. We will designate meeting locations for Tanos and Aladra to have. And we are not just going us. We're going to bring our forces through as well. Grimash. Hmm? Did you see anything worthwhile? Any sort of temple? Any city? Roost? Village even? No. So more than likely, if they're not using it, it is either attuned to something, which I have not sensed myself, or it is hidden. If it is hidden, they may not come at us with full full force, and that is to our benefit. Expect a long campaign. You must canvas these these mountains to find what must whatever it is they don't want us to find. And as you said, Dorn, if nothing else, it'll be a symbol to them that if they will come for us, they will come for our children. We will come for their grandparents. Three days time, we all go. Gather what men you trust to come as, well, strong ones. We'll bring as many through as we can in in every few days until we have enough canvassing that mountain range that we are destined to find it. 
being the only reason for this call. You guys will have three days to pre prepare before journeying northward to find this scroll. Uh, we can take our break right here. It is just after nine o'clock. Mm -hmm. And then we're gonna jump straight in as soon as we can to what happens next. Cool, cool. Oh, thank you, buddy. Boop, boop, bye, 